I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, B90, Season 6, Episode 16, One Crazy Summer. I have never seen anybody so upset about the Panamanian flag. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when their flag is the Panamanian In flag. In my life. It's. I would like to think of myself as – I try to think of myself at least as the funny one. So when you come up with something while we're watching the show that makes me laugh out loud, <laughs> then, you know, I, I feel pretty good. And, and that uncle – what yeah. was it, Uncle Dana? Yeah, I said, don't let her see uh, Uncle in his Panamanian hat. She would have freaked she'll, she'll pop a blood vessel. Out. It would have exploded. It looked like she was going to run into the street. It did. The way she was staggering in the, and sniveling as she walked away in the in the uneven dirt. I said, look at her. The way she's staggering away looks like she's given up hope, and now she's ready she's, to just step into traffic and tragic. end it all. She is absolutely dramatic, hysterical. Yes. We're never going to be able to be together. But So when you watch this, you have to think that she is intent on being with him. Yep. Right? Yep. Because she doesn't want to come here. It's not that. Yeah, this wasn't really a thing for her. No. So I, I don't know. And let's what really what do you think really happened here? I mean with her this interview and paperwork. I don't know, they probably forgot something, left something out, something wasn't filled out. You know, I've had whole uh reimbursements or rebates returned for you know, I got something returned from the health insurance for all this paperwork for reimbursement of COVID tests. And it was for all of us, like for the year. And they rejected the paperwork because one little tiny box you could barely read wasn't checked. The whole form was filled out and signed. So I couldn't believe that they sent everything back to me and told me to refile it. <laughs> well, so it's a. It's Can't just, they just check the box? It's just a government <laughs> thing. To me, there can only be so many interviews in the day. What would happen if one of the interviewers was sick that day? Right. Had they probably, COVID. Yeah, they probably were shorthanded and got backed up on appointments and couldn't process her application <laughs> so on time. She went completely off. Do you really think that they didn't? tell her anything no i don't think she was listening i mean we've yeah, been at because that i'm sure they probably tried to reschedule or, or said how they would contact her or something they wouldn't just go oh sorry you've been waiting for an hour and a half bye <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> i mean that doesn't happen it's not like you're going in a lockup cell right <laughs> what did we what was that that we saw it was the um first book first uh, where they put that 72-year-old woman yeah, in there. Yeah, first day in. And, you know, she was just telling them what she was and wasn't going to do, yeah, what she was funny. and wasn't going to wear. Uh -huh. You know, and it's just like, well, you'll find out what you're charged with later. That's not how it works there. Uh-huh. You could imagine, could you imagine? I wonder if she held it together in the facility and then it was until she got out. And she just broke down. It sounded like she broke down the instant he answered the phone. Like she'd held it together. Yeah, because she wasn't already crying when he said hello. 
it came right after he said hello. Like she had just bottled all this up. Yes, and then I, it just exploded. I would be proud of her if she did that. Uh-huh. I would be because she's not stable. No, she's not. And I don't think she's in control of her emotions. No. If she could somehow have made it through that – because she was would have been at risk of jeopardizing her trip to the states. This sounded like a, a three or four year old kid's tantrum, a temper tantrum, didn't it? Yeah, when they didn't get Lucky Charms in the grocery store. Or me, I want my five dollars. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Hold four ninety nine from Kelly or something yeah. like that, and you're going to see what happens. Meltdown. She wondered if I wasn't sure. What color this was? What color pink this really is? What color pink? Well, that was hot pink. Is that what man. it is? That was so intense. Is that... Almost neon pink. It was so pink. They're all. It's all just pink. It's to like me. Barbie pink. Hmm. Really, the... really. Pink. Was this over the top? Yes, I said to you, that's not professional. This suit in black would be much better. Tone it down. Please. But I would tone never go in black. I said, but for her, it probably is toned down. Because her tatas were covered. That was something else. I couldn't go in black. And she didn't have her gigantic fake eyelashes on either. And didn't she look so much better? She actually she did. Normal. I think all I've seen on social media this evening since the show was who was this person. Yeah. That she was a completely different looking person. Mm-hmm. Much better. I, I do. Much I, I less thought, fake. Mm-hmm. She seemed a bit more real. The hot pink, I think, was it. And yeah. may, maybe for Pamina, may, <laughs> maybe this is what you would expect to see there. And so if she went as something different, maybe maybe it wouldn't be perceived. Maybe it would be perceived as fake. I'd go in with some kind of dark blue. I wouldn't go in black because, I don't know, if you have a cat or you come across an animal, their hair stuck to you. Yeah, I'm just saying a neutral color. Mm, maybe not hot pink. Right. Makeup was toned down, though. Yeah. She seemed a bit more real. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why Dana and Gino were decking out his townhouse in the Panamanian flag. Well, he was going to like, celebrate, but probably what he should have done is have American flags if he was doing that. It does seem kind of right. I wanted him to wear the Panamanian hat. Yeah. Not with that plaid shirt, though. Well, I don't think it matters. Much. It does none of it works for him anyway. <laughs> How about him giving her first choice of bedside? Yeah, that was something, huh? There was no he, doubt. He about, knows better. Yeah, he knew it. I could tell you what side I want, but it doesn't really matter. I don't have a choice in this. Wherever we are, I don't have the choice of bedside. Well, you know I'm going to be whatever's closest to the bathroom. That unless is... you want me climbing over you or falling to my death. Yeah, but it's not the like the bed's up against the corner. We did have a period where the bed was up against the wall. Yeah, right? Right. That was There was a time where that was the case, and you were not on that side. I was. But, but even you know, I, there's always a risk of stumbling over a dog or something where you can't see. Because I can't, I don't, I can't see without my glasses, and I don't put them on when I get out of bed. So I have to have a clear path from the bed to the toilet. Because <laughs> I always get up to pee. You snorted. That's out. funny. Snorted out, not in. But you just snorted. No, I just have. You laughed. I'm. You laughed with a snort because your bladder is the size of a chickpea. That's why. Yes. 
That's it. You have the bladder of a hamster. It's very true. And so you, you feed- I can go on demand, <laughs> even if I just went. And my policy is never pass a bathroom without using it. <laughs> because if you don't, you will need it later and won't you can, find one. I think you could catch stuff from those toilet seats. Mm. So Well, I learned my lesson when I left work and I had to go. And I went, oh, I'll just go and I get home. And then I got into an accident as soon as I got on the highway. And it was like two hours before I could go home. And I thought something was going to rupture. Go when you go. I begged the cop to take me somewhere where I could go to the bathroom. And it wasn't happening. I would just then not consume liquid. You, that's what's going to find. I'm going to take a long trip like I drove from Virginia to Texas. Mm-hmm. And I think I drank about 16 ounces of fluid the entire way. That's crazy. Because the goal was not to ever have to pee. Yeah, or not- I didn't consume food either. But that's because I didn't want to have to not do the opposite of At peeing. home. Yeah. So this was a problem. She says that the embassy thinks that our love is not good enough, is what it was. And they never even really interviewed her. So yeah, she didn't, didn't have talk to her. She didn't to have say, an interview. Sorry, we can't do your appointment. <laughs> There's just nobody here. You see, this office is empty. She just wasn't listening. There was none of that happening. Wow. Especially man- because we know she made it here. So yeah. To manage her, be a full time job. It really would be. He needs to be retired. To do that. Yeah, and give all of his attention and time to her. That would be so hard. That would be so stressful. I'm stressed for him now. Mm -hmm. He is a little older than I am. That was the first thing you said was, I could not handle this woman. Yeah, it's it's the constant level of uneasiness. Mm -hmm. Like Like something's going to go down any second. Right. It could flip on a dime. Like I would be in part of the house for 45 minutes. And I go, I haven't seen Jasmine for a while. I'd like tiptoe into the room and peek around the corner. And I would just expect her to be there, I don't know, with a sharpening stone and a knife <laughs> just waiting for me to come in. This would not be good. They, But she made it. We know she made it from the preview clip. Mm-hmm. And we knew it from Boho. We've known she's been here for so Quite long. Quite some time. Since... I think, what is it, Memorial Day weekend or something like that mm-hmm. is when she got here. Yeah. So she's been here a long time. It was a holiday. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, was that weekend. it was that long. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. I, I'm i going to say, and you're pretty good about this, will Christian and Cleo ever see each other in person again? No. Is there any doubt in your mind? No. He left her a hoodie. This is good. What did you leave me when you went back to Germany? It's up there. It, there we don't have like knickknacks around in no. our room. There aren't any. No. But what I'm not we, a knickknack person. But what we do have is a bear stuffed animal. Which I don't, you bought at a candy store in the mall. Yeah. In Lynnhaven Mall. Mm-hmm. On the last night before you left. I sprayed it with whatever I was Your probably cologne. wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that I had cologne, but yeah. whatever. Oh, it smelled so good. And it didn't smell like anybody else. I sprayed it with that. Yep. And then left it with you. Yep. And I would hug it and sniff it every night and think about you. 30 years ago. Yep. Still have that bear up it, on a shelf in the bedroom. It might be one of the oldest things we have in the house. Yep. You probably have some clothing or something that's that old. Don't you have something? I did, but I did a big clean out and got rid of stuff. So you may not. Yeah. 
I would have to look through. I'm not sure I have anything that old. I got rid of the football jerseys. I would guess the oldest thing, I still have my football equipment from Germany. Really? So just the helmet. It's in our son's closet, mm. but that's it. So that might be it. Why would you keep that? Well, what? I don't know. It's an expensive thing. Yeah, but. You but never what? know when the call comes, Kelly. <laughs> right? The Lions, it didn't go so well today. So they may need somebody. They uh, may need a 52 and a half year old somebody to do something. Who hurts from moving boxes yeah, for you his never daughter know. yesterday. It could be it. Yeah. Perfect. But I left you that. So that was at least something. I can't, I don't know, a hoodie would be. For me, I'm glad they got an Airbnb because I think if Christian would have been in Cleo's like place, apartment, wherever Uh, Cleo lives, Mm -hmm. that it would have like poisoned the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm almost glad it was like a trip because then I think it's something you could put aside. Oh, so that place they were in wasn't her place? No, it was an Airbnb. Oh, okay. So I'm really glad for that. Then those memories, you know, they aren't in don't Cleo's. Follow. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not there. Well, Cre- Cleo was pretty upset. Yeah, I don't understand. I think it's more the hope that, that Cleo would have somebody that mm. would judge her. And yeah. then, you know, realizing that that probably wasn't the case again. And just the disappointment setting in. Maybe it was the horrible Humphrey Bogart impression that he tried. What was that? It was worse than the Trump impression. (laughs) If you're going to go pulling off impressions, it's really got to be something. It's got to work, right? Mm -hmm. At least the Trump thing had a better chance of working than the Bogart thing. (laughs) You know, I come out with these clips and references all the time. It works because I can just go to YouTube and And play it and pull it up. And then we, you know, what vile, we know what vile weed means. Mm -hmm. Even though our son never saw the episode, he understands. When I say, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming yet, right? Then everybody gets it. When they don't, so the Bogart impression just fell off. And it's just the trying to be funny. I'm cute. I'm funny. I'm flirty. And it just falls flat and doesn't work. (laughs) Cleo's upset that Christian's leaving. Christian does not look upset to be going at all. He said that he was keeping it together for Cleo. Mm -hmm. But I said, isn't it funny how Cleo looks like she's upset that he's leaving? Yes. But, and is feeling emotional. Mm -hmm. But he says he is, but he does not look it. Not at all. Even on the plane when he was by himself, he didn't actually no, get emotional. No. He's Christian at this point. Is performing for social media. And is just looking around the plane to see if there's any single ladies around. That he there. can talk to and right. annoy and get complaints from. That's it. Well, he's probably not trying to get complaints. Well, but he's going to. Mm, yes. Whatever, whatever women are his next victims. Hmm. As unupset as Christian looked, Misha, weren't we surprised at how upset you said it looked genuine? You stand by that? When she said goodbye at the airport? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think she's just a kind of a detached, unemotional person. Kind of almost robotic in general. Well, Amanda is, but not Misha. Misha was... No, I said, mean, normally. Oh, uh, I agree. She is a kind of detached, mm-hmm. you know, robotic person in general. 
But her reaction at the airport, those looked like real tears. Yeah, there was something going on. Her eyes were sparkling. Maybe she's a performance person. Maybe she had some onions or something in her bag that (laughs) she brought. The tears weren't rolling down her face. They were sitting in her eyes, like welling up. Mm. And so it seemed sincere. Which is surprising. Yes. Because, like, we cannot really comprehend it. And I did not expect the speech that she gave when he proposed. And she talked about it afterwards. You know, the speech about, well, he's, you know, goofy and odd. Quirky. Quirky, so, yeah. but. Quirky and odd. But I I like the way he is and the religion we share. And I feel like I would be silly to pass it up because I don't think I'll find someone else that I share those things with. Yeah, well, I'm just surprised. Just surprised me. I went, well, that was just with her background, the life change that she would have had to have the transformation that she would have had to have had to get to this point is something that I can't comprehend Mm -hmm. because she is, I would say, an in look, I mean, she's in the news, weather, traffic business, right? So you would just strike you as somewhat of an independent person. Yeah. All eyes on me kind of person. Yeah, and for her to then go to Nicola, mm-hmm. it it just it does strike me as odd. With it's his, weird. the man is the, in charge of the house, and mm-hmm. you know it just seems odd, right? When he said that in the preview of the reunion or the tell-all, do you did you feel like that was being said as? something she agreed to or it was being said as something they'd argued about no you can't tell we all know that mm-hmm. the editing is whatever right mm-hmm. and I, I just wondered uh, the circumstances of how that i was would being assume talked about. it was nicola talking about somebody else's relationship is how i would picture that i wouldn't think it would be his own scenario just a feeling that they grab stuff they use it and my 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 thought was I didn't know how Nicola and I still don't know how he will perform at the tell all. Mm. Just being under the gun. Yes, and his lack of social skills. Yes, in general. And so if he's hot mic'd, then he's gonna blurt something out. Yeah, and it's gonna be very unpopular. Mm-hmm. Just because there isn't anybody else in this group that has the any same. any type of religion yeah. that we have seen whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Has it come up with anybody? Definitely not Christian. No, no. It just hasn't, right? No. It's just nobody here. Has even mentioned it. Is even close. It Except just, maybe Violet, which is odd. Yeah, but that's still more tradition than religion, I believe. Mm -hmm. She even said she wasn't a practicing person. She just likes what they do. The Buddhists. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. she's not a a Buddhist. I think she said that exactly. Yeah, she did. So there's nobody here. So he's going to be out on an island. And you know they're just going to attack him. They're going to attack him and Misha on that, just on that line of thought. Because no one else will kind of grasp it just because they don't have a, a, a religious or a biblical background 
I just don't know. I just don't get these two. I, I, I can't. I can't quite wrap my head around all of this. What did you think about um, her wanting him to come for months and kind of live together, mm. and him saying, you know, that's too much of a temptation, and and we shouldn't. Well, it's the same. It's put the same under those circumstances. It's the same line. I think people who don't have any religion in their system probably won't understand this. I totally get it because they won't I, get. I think he's right. But I'm wondering why he has to explain this to her. And this goes back to, I say, she's not as religious as she pretends to be. Because mm. you wouldn't want to put that temptation on, on another else person. Either. What shows a bit about what you said earlier about her being about her. Yeah. And her situation. Right. You know, if you if you do this to somebody else, I think no matter who you are, unless you're just very narcissistic – You'd like not to compromise somebody else's beliefs when or if those beliefs don't impact somebody else. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like Nicola's belief on, I, I guess, being a virgin. <clears throat> it doesn't impact another person, right? As mm -hmm. long as Nicola isn't going around telling everybody else what they must do. Right. If Nicola makes the decision that that's what he wants to do then he should be free not to have somebody trying to influence spoil it. Right. Just like, look, everyone is a free will. If, if somebody wants to do whatever, right, that Nicola doesn't have the right as a person to go around and tell everybody how they should live their lives. You could educate somebody, but if they're not of the same belief system you are, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Mm -hmm. So that Misha's doing this to Nicola is what I think you're talking about. And, and, and that's a line she should know better right. than I the mean, cross. Because he's expressed a desire not to be put in that position. So for her to then not respect that is disrespectful and selfish. Yeah, and this is separate. And apart from Nicola's, I guess, misogynistic views of whatever mm -hmm. about a marriage being a partnership where he's taking uh, isolated things and, and elevating them to I'm in charge, mm -hmm. meaning of, I don't know, who knows, whatever, whatever we have for dinner or, you know, it's just a matter of, of and where it's he actually a spiritual head of the family. Yeah, and not a physical head. And and it, the way he said it sounded different. You had a good point when we were talking because I asked you the question of well, what's the harm in coming now before the annulment on the K-1? Yeah, because if it gets approved, then they only have 90 days. And if 90 days passes and they don't have their annulment yet, then they're not getting married and then then – there's no more K-1 visa. They could have a legal civil ceremony, but if they're going to stay within the church. Yeah, he this wouldn't do that. This annulment would have to take place. That would place. violate his beliefs. So, yeah, you'd mentioned that. So the tourist visa is where they're going. I wonder how long before the tourist visa and the, um, uh, like a K-1, how long, if you could get them back-to-back -back mm. or something uh, like that. Oh, like it, how they would space them? Yeah. I doubt they'd do them, you know, together mm. up front. 
the the ring thing was an interesting exchange. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, "You proposed without a ring." But I was thinking to myself after he explained why <clears throat> that there's probably a lot of these uh, money grabbing women in these relationships that would appreciate getting to pick out their ring because they're not happy with whatever was chosen. Yeah, I think she did. I think she did a relatively decent job of not going overboard. Right. She didn't go for the, what was it, the $15,000 ring. $10,000 not enough. <laughs> I'm going to just charge this $15,000 ring see what happens. That's a love before lockup reference. Was it Letitia? Mm-hmm. Letitia had her um, husband's credit card and overspent a little bit. Mm-hmm. How about... Um, I don't know. In our in our relationship, if you talk somebody down eight hundred dollars, this would wow. be impressive. Yes, it would. One, you, you would then gain all bargaining power. <laughs> <laughs> and he did a good job there. He did, but she was embarrassed. Obviously, there's incredible markup on jewelry, yeah. and at twelve hundred, he's probably still making a ton of money on it. Just right. think about obviously, or he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, you're not losing money on the ring. She said it was um, negotiating wasn't so hot. It wasn't hot. It would be hot in this. He probably could have said, okay, now that you've chosen the ring, um, maybe step out for a minute while I do business. That could have worked. Although if I talk somebody down $800, it would be really hot. Yes, it would. Oh, baby. Yes, it's what I'm I'm saying. (laughs) That would work well in our relationship. (laughs) Now, the spending $1,200 could still be a problem. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, so. I was happy with $300. (laughs) So that would be. On clearance. I didn't like the proposal. I didn't like where it was. I didn't. I think of all the places you could have been. You could see that she was disappointed in that. Yeah, I would have wanted something romantic, and he said, "See, and you thought I wasn't romantic," and I chuckled. This looked to be an aisle where I would expect there was like a gong or a big banging of a pot in the background. Well, it was almost like in a shop. Yeah, I wanted. I was going to see fish. Somebody throw fish heads out <laughs> onto the street. That's what I was looking at. He said it was romantic because it was just in, a few meters from the church. Twenty in in, in Jerusalem. I'm like, this isn't really Well, he it. really worships this city, doesn't he? Well, it's, he, I think Minnesota might be trouble for him. This <laughs> might just not work. Me, as I'm, they're driving, I notice like the trail van is behind them. So I'm obsessed while they're driving, um, just seeing something from the trail van. The only thing that could distract me from the trail van in their trip to the airport was this steering wheel of his. Yeah. Look, it it's... Rough. Yeah, but it's on the top. So at what point, I don't know, do you hold the top of the steering wheel very often? No, not at all. Nor are you supposed to. Maybe if you're turning. I'm trying to think, but your hands are moving. At what point, my dad used to rest his hand on the top of the steering wheel, I would remember. But that was highway Well, you should driving. be driving with two hands. Whatever, I guess. How am I supposed to text somebody If I've got two hands on the steering wheel. I drive with two hands most of the time. Especially on the highway, I use two hands. This thing was down to the metal. Yeah. I'm assuming there is a big lack of steering wheel covers in Jerusalem. 
Joy texted me in the middle of that scene and said that the devil must have chewed on his steering wheel. <laughs> I can only imagine what could have happened to this thing. The cover's gone. The rubber's gone. It's bare metal. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, what I assumed a look, rat they, broke in and chewed on it. That was what it would be, right? Yeah. Have you ever had? There's somebody I know here in Dallas did the same thing. You know, like squirrels or rats or whatever get especially in the winter, uh-huh. go up in the engine yeah, and I make a nest. Yeah, I had that happen in Virginia. And so remember, she, I went to, um, yeah. I had some sort of um, um, hose that was supposed to have yeah. like compression or something in yeah. it. And they it chewed was, the insulation It off. was off. And so I took it to the dealer to get it checked. And then they were like, they opened the engine, took the cover off. And they were like, uh, we need you to come to the garage and let us show you something. And I go out there and they're like, this is why you've had, you know, rats or something living up inside your engine compartment in here to keep warm in the winter. And they've chewed up all your hoses and used and, it for insulation and, and put insulation in there. And it's a mess. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, there it, it looks is. like a, just a nest mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what it was. Yeah. In the in the middle of this trip, this is where they have the conversation of the living there or not, and he's pretty much against it. You know, it's about making sin or being happy, one or the other, and he he just says he doesn't want to do it. That the temptation is too big. Is um, soaking a thing in Catholicism? <laughs> no, it is not no. that we've heard of. No, we should maybe introduce him to that. Maybe that would be better. Maybe he should switch to Mormonism. Yeah, he could get somebody just to jump on the bed. Oh. <laughs> so that would be. No. Wow. I always am up for soaking references. I try not to whenever talk about we that. can get that into the podcast. That is not okay. It's just one of our most um, for us ridiculous. Just, yeah, I remember explaining that to you when I, I was did the research. Just aghast. That was super. It's just super. I remember I asked a million questions. I just couldn't picture this. It's Jumping terrible. on the bed. It's really incredible what what people will think of. <laughs> and excuses that people would make that you would go, sure, that's probably okay. No. As long as I'm not thrusting, it's <laughs> fine. Well, you, well, how are we going to do this? just make me wiggle. <laughs> Could somebody jump on the bed? It's, so, it's horrible. It's just horrible. You know, his hand was awfully low on her hip. Yes, it was. At the airport. He wasn't really on her hip. It was more like on, on the her top butt- of her backside. Buttock. It's, um, that's where it was. Yep. So, I don't know. Oh, I think his hand slipped a little bit. It was down there pretty low. They put the camera on it they for a reason. Did. And so, we saw that. Mm-mm-mm. A little comfortable. This is why he doesn't want to stay with her. <laughs> this is probably a good, something bad's going to happen. Yep. Right off the top, I want to say Riley's friend slash almost sister, Tiffany, is somebody I don't like. Uh-huh. There's just something about her I don't. So that's out of the way. I said it. <laughs> but this thing is fishy, right? Yes, it is. Riley's- I am really disappointed right now in Violet, and I have, I have shifted... My both leaning about her. They're both bad. Yes. We never were. These were two good, solid, no. upstanding people. No. These were both shady people. Yes. But I have shifted to one side. 
of my good good or bad determination about Violet. I really think she is playing him. I think she was already pregnant, and she probably found out while he was there. And then the flip of showing up on the last night and sleeping with him was a desperation move. Yep. You said she doesn't like him. No, I don't think they even like each other. So I, I think this is this is a desperate move. You don't normally go here. No. This is an odd position for you to yeah, take. I just got really bad vibes about this. The circumstances are questionable at best. It looks like they did it once, and it was On the, the last, last night, night after a lot of fighting. Yeah, because they'd kind of gone. She said the last time they met up that she was just going to part ways. Mm. We're better as friends. Violet texted and said, I'm pregnant and the baby is yours. After telling him things were broken off. Yeah, there was some ugly text back and forth. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe she, who knows. Yeah, I don't have a good feeling. And then a few this. weeks later. I the doctor thing doesn't bug me as much. I think there's no way We well, you know that, she didn't like him questioning her. And there's no way somebody would tell you what doctor to go to. No. It it, it would happen. No. You're not going to to tell a woman what doctor she must go to. Yeah. That's not cool. No. But a D, I'm going to say a because especially in OBGYN, they do some pretty uncomfortable things. and um, Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. And it's very hard to get it. past having to expose yourself in that way to someone over and over and over again who's not your spouse. So, yeah, you're not going to tell me where to go. I got to get comfortable with that whole situation. Hmm. A DNA test. We would normally say it isn't always required. Right. But in this case, it is. It's 100% required. He should insist and not entertain it any further until it happens. Mm-hmm. He said, but, you know, there's hope for him. I think if he wants to have a kid, there's a little bit of vulnerability on his side. Mm-hmm. And at no point should he... If this is not his child, this is a person in a relationship. Yeah, these are two people that should not be together. That they should run from. Even if there is a kid, I'm not sure they should be together. Yeah, and he's because even that on. that would be a toxic environment for the kid. What kind of medication would, would he be on yeah, that would reduce. Lower his sperm count. What is this? You're the medical I mean, professional well, in this room. Well, I mean, cancer medications do that. Mm-hmm. You know, chemotherapy does that. There's been no talk Radiology, of that. Radi- uh, radiation treatment. Mm. Life finds a way is what he said. This is, I would assume, a Jeff Goldblum quote from Jurassic Park is what I'm hoping, which would be good. But, you know, if dinosaurs can learn, that's what they did there. They bred out all the male dinosaurs and made them only female. But then babies started showing up because life finds a way. That's what happens. That's what he said. So it's a really, if you had to put the percentage chance that Violet is setting him up, you would be at? 99. Wow. That's a big number. That's a big number for you. 
This doesn't mean we think Riley's a good person. No. This just makes Violet worse. Well, Potentially. What if it, I guess we'll issue apologies if this baby turns out to be Riley's? Sure. We have been wrong. I have wrong. no problem admitting a wrong, but I usually trust my gut, and this is what my gut says. Mm. You can. Because she doesn't like him. Yeah, her coming there to sleep with him doesn't seem like. And we don't get any sign that he pressured her, that he, you know, made her feel guilty about coming there. No. I think production would have done a decent job, and I think he's not savvy enough to keep stuff from production. You know, he's not Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. He's not that savvy. Right? But how did we get this far and not know they slept together? Because it only happened once and it was that night. Yeah, but they got everybody's goodbyes. Remember how cold she was when they said goodbye? Yeah. That means that's the morning after. Yeah. She wouldn't even, she it, crossed her arms, wouldn't even hug him, remember? Maybe she, maybe he just wasn't that good at it. So if you think about that, does that seem normal? It would not. Right. So you would think there would be some kind of emotional, you would hope anyway. Some intimacy of some kind right after this happened. And it seems here. Instead of turning into. A business transaction. Turning into uh, Rosvon and and what's her face? Amanda. Amanda. You remember Amanda turned cold the next morning. Yeah, but the difference would be. So unless they suffer from the same problem. I'm (laughs) assuming that Riley doesn't look the same in his underwear as Rosalind does. Correct. I heard you. We were in other rooms, (laughs) and I heard you make a noise. That was for your benefit. When Rosalind was putting his pants on. Why are they even showing this? Yeah, Because all of America wanted to see his hiney. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. There has been so many shots of him in his underwear. Yep. He should be an underwear model. May, well, he may be, right? All right. So that's well, the thing. What magazine is this ad in? Nobody has magazines anymore, Kelly. Oh. So that doesn't exist. It shows your age. Okay. <sighs> well, I figured in another country, maybe they have that still. Yeah. I don't get that Violet asked Riley to just go ahead and block me. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Violet's behavior seems odd. That's what I'm saying. None of it, none of it makes any sense. If she was feeling like, oh yeah, we need to be together, and then sleeps with him, then why in the in the very next morning would she give him the cold shoulder saying goodbye? It makes no sense at all. Yeah, I would like Unless it. Unless she's got bipolar disorder. And she doesn't appear to have any no. issues Mm-mm. at all. I'm not saying she doesn't. So I'm saying she went there to be able to create this story and was repulsed by having to do so. Like she hates him. Yes. But was stuck. Yes. Trapped. That's what I believe. Didn't know what to do. That's what I believe. Maybe shirtless beach guy is actually the That's dad. That's what I was thinking. This is a bit of an. This is a bit farther than we normally go. Mm-hmm. This is a very accusatory on your part. Yeah, but look at it's the. It's awfully look judgy. At the circumstances. 
It's very uh, suspicious. I'm not a fan of this Judge E. Kelly. What? This is not who I know. I'm just saying, look at her behavior the next morning. It does not make any sense. Yeah, Unless this was a decision that was calculated. Yeah, it is kind of bad the way she was. We talked right. about it, how it was how that. And, and so knowing what we know now. Yes. It totally makes me think this was a calculated move. This is maybe 10 hours after they'd had their first act of intimacy. Yes. And it didn't go well. This would be very confusing for him, I mm-hmm. would imagine. And and kind of Amanda-ish. Yes. In what she has done. Yes. She's toying with people. Yep. And that's not cool. No. Nope. We wanted Rosvon to toy with Amanda. Oh, what I wanted but was for him he caved. to keep his wits about him and not be swayed by her calculated moves. But nope, I am disappointed. I thought that he was smarter than this. No. I hoped he was. Well, she wooed him with her poetic words. Whatever. This was a horrible card. This tells me that he has never, I don't know how it is in other countries, but it tells me that he had probably never received a handwritten card. More often than not, like when we exchange cards, this is going to sound bad. You throw it away the same day. I didn't mean that. (laughs) I'm saying I don't generally read like the hallmark words that are on the card. Uh-huh. You could have folded a photograph in half. Yeah, and sometimes if like, I don't know, we were sick or weather was bad or for some reason we couldn't get to the store to get a card. There have been years where like for a birthday or an anniversary, we just took a blank card or a sheet of paper or something and just wrote out what we would have put would in the be, card to each other. It's typically how we handle special situations. Right. We get the card as a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it goes in an envelope. But there is a – the card is genuinely full of of words. Yes. We write a book inside. A heartfelt. Something heartfelt. And a bit more – I don't Personal. Know. Yes. Because it seemed very impersonal. But he thought it was personal. Mm-hmm. But we heard this, and we went, this is hooey. Yeah, this was like all the things I should say to convince him I yeah. care. Yeah, it's like I need eight-word sentences, and I'm going to string four or five of them together, and he fell for it. Yeah. And did you see her smirky smile when he fell for it? Right. She Immediately, all of her teeth showed I would, in that smile. I would like to say she didn't mean any of it. She was thinking, it worked. <laughs> but she probably did mean it because there was actually nothing of substance in what she said. It would be like she was a Hallmark card writer. Right. This is just generic stuff that uh-huh. I threw out there. There was nothing personal. There was no like situation of... Right. You have done this, and this thing that you did makes shows me that you are whatever uh-huh. my soulmate. Was, you're my soulmate, and I'm like, and I, and didn't she say something like you're the love of my life or something? It was like soulmate. That? And I'm thinking this is ridiculous. 
She's just sobbing about her dead husband like so, a week ago. So I know during our show we talk a lot about Susan, right? So Susan's very active during the live show chat. And she said this. She said, how does Jason's family feel? How would they feel about her saying that Rosvon is her soulmate when there is a dead father to the children? Just months ago. Yeah, so – it looks like – and Amanda put out her own timeline. I think early in the season we talked about a timeline. She actually like put out a corrected timeline, and it was probably 30 days after his passing that she was engaged with Rosman. What? Her timeline. That's insane. It seems odd. I get it. We're not that age, and so I guess – I don't know. I'm just not sure. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. He says that you're my worst enemy. I'm like, we're going, go get her. Yes. This get is her. A, yes. Go, right. Rosvon. You tell her. In the end, I'm scared things will not work and they will not change. We're going, yeah. Yep. Put it to her. That's it. You're right. Then she throws out the card. Yep. And he's coming for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. After, <sighs> let's not forget, she already told him. It was a horrible idea for him to come visit yes. this soon, and there was no way she was exposing her children to him this soon, and he was going to have to get over it, and there was no way he was staying with her. How long after? Now it's, I want you to meet my kids. I want you to meet my family. Won't it be great? Let's spend Thanksgiving together. How do you think Thanksgiving would be for her? And she says Thanksgiving is an American-only thing, but this is ridiculous because we know that Christian just introduced this to England. (laughs) So now Thanksgiving is international, thanks to this show and Christian. You're funny. You know what Thanksgiving is outside of America. Thanksgiving is a day or a period that you go to a strange bar. And you find strangers from America to come dine with you. Other Americans that are there alone, and awkwardly, you invite them to your place. And then they don't show up yes. because they think you're a, 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 a creep, a weirdo. That you're going to skin them. Yes. And so they're skinned Steal together. Their money. And wear their skin. And take well, their passport. Well, they're in a hole in the basement. <laughs> and you want them to put lotion on their skin. This is what happens. <laughs> so this is it. This is what Thanksgiving is. Can you imagine an Amanda Thanksgiving? It would be bread with nothing. It would be dry <laughs> yes. turkey with no gravy. It would be – that would be it. It would be nothing else. Well, she probably serves salad. <laughs> Since that's all she could order at this restaurant. Pizza with no toppings on it is what she gets. It would be nothing. You'd get boiled turkey. Is what you'd get. Or a turkey sandwich with no condiments. Yeah, that would be it. That would be what our daughter would have. White Wonder Bread. Dry. Boiled turkey on it. (laughs) This would be all Amanda could stomach. No, boiled would be more moist. It has to be dry. Baked dry. (laughs) No rub. No nothing. Nope. This is an Amanda Thanksgiving. How long do you think after this interaction where Rosvan insisted that they should still that it would be a mistake 
to stop trying, a mistake to give up. How long after this do you think before Amanda called the whole thing off? Uh, as soon as she returns to the States. I believe that's, that's how I imagine. As soon as she gets back to her kids in her normal life. We have no – there is no, for us, inside scoop on this other than some social media stuff from Amanda that may indicate that she has been grinded on by other uh, non-Rosvon people despite leaving her underwear Ew. there. What does this tell you about the underwear? They're not good, right? Because what I know from you is a woman who has good, comfortable underwear would not leave it anywhere. They would not. Because it's very hard to find. Yes, Yes. it is. So you would be more than willing to leave uncomfortable underwear. Yeah, I don't need that. That'll be fine. Yeah, check my bottom drawer (laughs) for all the ones I've given up on. You can have these. It's not good. So if you went on a trip... Where you were going to be shaking your moneymaker with a foreign guy, you'd bring all your old underwear. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm just going to leave this around town. <laughs> Something tells me I don't want to shame Amanda in any way, but I'm guessing her underwear might be kind of around a lot of places. I'm oh, my goodness. <laughs> now he's being judged. Hey, I'm sorry. I could do this now. <laughs> she was feel free to leave that. And I'm just telling you from the social media stuff that we've seen, mm-hmm. I'm just saying – I'm not thinking that she's suffering mm-hmm. for a lack of attention. And and did, what did you think of his comment about how uh, maybe we should just get some wine? Well, why you say that? Because you like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "This are you going to miss my? Ho-? It's these. You know oh, yes. how much I hate the, the- leading questions. Yes. I, I hate them. It's I- just begging for praise. Yes." Aren't you going to miss my hugs? Tell me how great I am. My kisses and my other stuff. The other this is things we, I do to you. This is when we learn about Billy. Yes. So. And what a big boy he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. To be young, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> stop, really. This is all going to be over soon. And then we won't have to worry about it. <laughs> the shocker of the evening. And I'm going to call it a shocker. Really? Was... um. Statler and Dempsey. Yeah, I, I I didn't see this. I did not even. I thought this was done. Done deal. I'm out. I heard you gave an audible gasp yep. when she says, "I think you should stay here." Yes, I couldn't believe it. Did not see this coming. Yeah, and they were so quick from "Leave Me Alone," and uh-huh. I, I don't understand the quick How change. How we got here? Yeah. Look, I kind of get it on Statler's part. We get Statler has some anxiety. Some, and, yes. Yeah. We don't. We haven't seen that in Dempsey. For so for Dempsey to do a complete turnaround, it, it seems a bit odd. And maybe there are some days missing in well, here. Well, I I think the part of the conversation that switched things back for Dempsey was her saying maybe. In the future, I'll feel differently. But for this moment, I can't picture it. Yeah, I think her statement so was... So she gave her a ray of hope, which I don't think was fair. It was some, She said something like, it's not that I'm being dishonest. 
I'm just being honest in the moment. Like right now, uh-huh. I don't see this. And maybe the way Statler sees life, it is like everything is just now. In the moment, yeah. And and an hour from now is a new now. I mean, that really could be the way things are for for her. It's really hard to tell. It's a you know, it's it's an She's odd kind of impulsive. It's an odd place to be, and I'm not sure what she can even control. I I think Statler's life is it'd be like a I think inside of her head would be like a pinball machine, you but know. I, but I think what you and can't not in a bad over, way overlook though was she said it's a deal breaker if you want children. Yeah, this that go- sounds pretty adamant. I'm willing to give up this relationship if you insist that you have to be a mother. Yeah, and, it, and we talked for weeks about their lack of real communication. Uh-huh. And this is a real communication thing. Right. This is something. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure. I think they, they talked about that they kind of put this behind them. But I'm not sure it's a put behind you topic. Uh-huh. This is a deal breaker. Yes. And, and then, it will be a couple years from now. Yeah, and if if it is for Dempsey, then it would be to invest years. I mean, this yeah. is almost like a it's going to hurt more over the same set of circumstances a couple years from now than it does even right now. This is Kenny and Armando. Yes, Kenny, we believe Kenny doesn't want any more kids. Right, we're we're pretty convinced yes, of right. that. Kenny hasn't wanted any more kids the entire time. Correct. But Kenny is a nice person, and he was willing to adopt an older kid mm. because he he is too old to be starting over but for he's, eighteen years. But he's never told Armando no. Right. And this has turned out to be an issue because, yeah. look, we're assuming that Kenny's position is no and was always no about a new kid. I don't know. I, th- I think he was willing to adopt an older Let's kid. adopt. Right. I'm just talking about a baby. Ar- yes. Armando's not at adopt. Right. Armando's at I want a kid. Right. And, and the, the, the back and forth with Kenny where Kenny isn't been firm about that. And we know how Kenny feels. Yes. Or we think we believe we know how Kenny feels. I'm not in Kenny's head. Yeah. I don't want to get busted for assuming. Well, Kenny's he was bus- pretty clear. Yeah. So, uh, to but- the to the camera, just not to uh, Armando. Armando. So I think Statler's here, and I'm kind of thinking Statler has has weaseled her, and that sounds like an accusatory term, but Statler has. Talked her way into keeping this relationship going. Yes. I don't with, think it's fair. With this. Yes. Now, maybe it's how Statler feels at the moment. And maybe that's just maybe that's just it. But Dempsey feels like they bring out the best in each other. Yeah, so, I don't know about that. But okay. Yeah. And then it's going to come back four weeks when the lease is up. So, well, he did seem awfully happy once they decided they were going to move in together. Yeah. I don't know. Do you see this working? Mm. Well, I could. It's, it is the big issue, right? I think the two of these, they could 
exist together in the same house just fine. I think there are qualities of each of them that complement each other very well. Yes. But it's the kid thing. Yes. It's it, it's going to come down to that eventually. It's the real issue. And they somehow glossed it over and agreed. They kicked the can down the yeah. road is what they did. Let's set this aside. It's like a real housewife moves. Let's just table that uh-huh. and get on with our life and not deal with the real issues because it's easier not to. Why would you want to continue investing and developing a relationship that can't exist if they can't have a meeting of the minds on this issue? Well, that's a legitimate real thing. I don't think – look, we're older, right? Uh-huh. We're in our 50s, so we kind of see things like that. Uh-huh. Is this a worthy investment of my time? Mm-hmm. Or how can I take care of this and then be done with it? Mm-hmm. So how could we work out this child thing, settle on it, and move on? It's how you and I deal with things. Right. There's not a lot of – there is time invested in decisions, but it's not a lot of time. And it's, Right, and we try to make the decision and it's done and not – procrastinate yeah whether or not making a decision it'd be something we always agree on but let's we have at least put all the the cards on the table and then we come up with a compromise yeah so but that comes maybe with i mean we've gotten pretty good at that over 30 years right these two have only texted and facetimed and whatsapped or whatever they've done that's all that they've done and it comes into what for all of them? Issue and conflict resolution are the keys to relationships. It's great when everything's going well. Oh look, look! Every day when I go outside, I find this briefcase of ten thousand dollars. I don't have any problems, right? That's not how life works. There are real things. You lose a drain, like a drain under the house, and it's going to have to be fixed. Your AC unit goes out, right? A kid, something happens. Are we going to help this kid out with this situation? You know, these these are real issues that happen. Are we going to have a third kid? Do we? What, what our that would happen with us was, you know, we'd put a timeline on it. Yeah, and it, then I had another miscarriage, and so we went. Okay, let's. You know, and then I was devastated because our timeline was at its end, and then it was a lost opportunity. And then I guess my sadness probably played into your well, offer but, to try one more month, and then in a, here came kid number three. But really, what is in this scenario, other than your personal health, what is another month in a timeline of? It's just a month, right? It's not like it's, let's try for another three years. Three years is different than, say, three months. Right. I would assume if, you know, I'm still. And the funny part of that, in reality, was that the timeline was I didn't want to have a kid at 36. Mm. And he ended up being due (laughs) after your birthday, which is. Seven days after mine, so he was Six, due. Yeah. So he was due. He was due seven days after mine, mm. and he you are January first, baby. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was due January eighth. I'm the seventh, and he ended up coming December twenty eighth, and it was three days before you turned thirty. Four days before I turned thirty six. So so it, it all worked, worked out. out. So that's how it works. <laughs> 
of these, I mean, we saw, we talked about not watching the preview to the tell-all, but we did because we have to, right? Yeah. So because the, everybody wants to talk about it. Yeah. So I'm a bit surprised because. I was waiting for you to turn it off. Well, there's been talk of of uh, Violet here in the States. We've inside scooped Violet being seen here. Uh-huh. And I think even recently there were some pictures of Violet and Riley together. This is inside scoop stuff, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if these pictures could have been when he was over there. I'm not sure what that means, but there has been a lot of hum, hum about Violet being here. So to see her in the towel, I anticipated seeing her at the towel. It's what, what I expected to see when we saw a shot of things and that I didn't personally took me by surprise from what I've heard. Now we, we gather inside scoop and hear stuff and we kind of weigh what's real and what isn't. And it's kind of a, a delicate thing to do, but I anticipated seeing her here. And when I saw last week, when I saw just the talk of the pregnancy, it kind of started to make that much, made that much more of a possibility. Well, that puts this together better if indeed she is pregnant with Riley's child, Uh then it makes sense seeing her here. But now with her not being at the tell, I kind of question that Isn't a little bit. Isn't she kind of too old to be having kids? I mean, I don't like your tone. She yes, 40 she's forty-three. Is yeah. where she's at. It would be a tough age to have to get pregnant the first time. Yeah, one time. But it's all it takes, right? We know that. Yes. It's all it takes is one time. Must be a fertile myrtle. Yeah. So that is something. So next week, what we have is next week is part one of a two-part tell-all. And then 90 Day Season 10 begins October 8th. Gino and Jasmine are on that. In our Inside Scoop, we previewed the season. Not in super great detail, but enough that um, to kind of introduce the couples. So this is the real 90 Day. This is people come here and have 90 days to get married. If I ran the numbers, we talked about it then, I believe everybody gets married in the show. Not like this show. I don't have inside scoop. I'm just saying that's how it works with the 90-day show. Everybody gets married. So I would expect nothing less than that this time. So interesting close to the season. We had some surprises. I think the Statler-Dempsey thing was a surprise. And I think the drama behind the Violet and Riley thing is a bit more than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of looking forward to the tell-all with that. Mm -hmm. There appear to be some direct questions. Of course. Uh, More interesting is any. I think we are more interested in the David and Sheila update than anything else. This is really the legitimate relationship out of the season. Yeah, this is really the only reason to watch. We get reminded that Tyree was on this season. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, so he's there. And did they even waste time? (sighs) The tell. Calling somebody else about him. Ridiculous. It does look like Christian takes some heat, which is, I think, good. 
<laughs> so that'll be good. We'll be eating popcorn watching that. Yeah, I don't know how this will work next week for us and this. I guess we'll talk about it. But I would anticipate a tell-all being a shorter kind of an episode. Mm-hmm. So we shall see what happens. But we will put out an episode unless our all of our drains explode under the house. Or all of our kids need to move on the same weekend. <laughs> that could happen. Or somebody takes your money. That's still there. I'm so frustrated. U-Haul is now the bane of you, right? You now have your sights on U-Haul. In addition to. About how much, how many dollars are are we going after U-Haul for? Forty. Forty dollars. Well, because it's not my money. It's our daughter's money that I've paid and expect to get reimbursed for. And, you know, they're operating on a tight budget right now. And so I feel like I'm championing championing for her here's what i want to tell all you listeners who don't really spend a lot of time because we get deep into this stuff in our personal podcast that you know we just put out i think it's like sometime between 10 and 12 minutes and then the rest of it's kind of the rest of it if you want somebody on your side fighting for your i don't care 99 cents four dollars thousand dollars forty dollars if you want somebody fighting for you Kelly is the one. If you legitimately yes. are owed it. Here's the problem. Now, I guess the show's over. So if you want to leave now, you can leave. But once Kelly finds out, and this is how it works. <laughs> it happened with our children. Yeah. Once you have misled her. Yes. She will fight for you to the end. Yes. Do not let her fight a fight that she's not supposed to fight. Right. Don't give her bad information. Because then it's over. Yeah, then it's over. Then you have no champion. There is none. <laughs> You're on your own. So this is like, I would assume, like Violet. Violet, I mean, you saw, you turned on Violet pretty quickly. Yep. And your gut, we'll see how that is. Yeah. We'll see if you're like Tamara. Well, it's the circumstances. Like I said, her behavior the next day then doesn't match anything, but I re- was repulsed. By my decision to have to sleep with him to cover up this pregnancy. Maybe Riley has like a Danielle issue. Maybe it's real. I don't know. He's got a problem down there. (laughs) Something's growing. (laughs) A fungus or a yeast thing. (laughs) Which is great. For you new people, the 90 day. The... Danielle Muhammad. Yeah, that scene. Oh. And that really the best, possibly one of the best tell-alls ever. <laughs> My jaw was on the floor through the whole episode. That Just that whole conversation it was, uncomfortable. was just so uncomfortable. It, it makes my stomach turn even thinking about it now. You need to see a doctor. Yes. I miss having on Discovery Plus, they used to have a 90-day channel. That you could just hit and it would be random 90-day episodes. And I'm looking at their faces thinking, this is the most embarrassing moment I've ever seen on television. If somebody is told you. really happening? Your, your bits <laughs> yeah. smell like, you know, Gouda or something like that. Yeah. Rotten so. mozzarella or something. <laughs> and old Doritos. You have a problem and you need to see a doctor. That's where wow. you look for gold in the tell I mean, we feel bad for Danielle. <laughs> I but, did. But, again, we're a TV. We, she sat there and took that. That's 
TV gold. I mean, for us, that's what it is. We understand you're on the show, so it's that there. Terrible. I just this one was in a, in front of a live audience. Yes. This this is surprising for me because how do you keep this in a secret? NDAs are not right. Uh-huh. How do you not tell somebody? One, you'd be excited about being at this unless they grabbed people who never saw the show. But isn't somebody talking about then it? Then why would they be there? Unless they were just being paid to pretend to be an audience. Mm. It's possible. We shall see. We have, we think anyway, uh, season five of Love After Lockup has been out. Um, we've watched it. I think we we looks like maybe we'll record an episode. That could be the next thing out for us, I think. Um, is what? Love After Lockup. So tonight, Sister Wives is on, 90 Day UK. We've got those things sitting kind of in the can that need to be recorded. I'm not sure how it's going to roll out for us. Um, but yeah, we, we're still recovering from our weekend. If you've listened to our personal podcast, then oh my word. So, yeah, we need to recover. So, but UK, Love After Lockup, Sister Wives, and all of that is um, in the queue and coming up soon. So, look, you get full episodes of stuff. This is a full episode. But all the, the show notes have how you can subscribe, coupled with chaos. At Patreon, Supercast, we have an Apple channel. So all the stuff is there. One price, one tier. Um, no surprises, no commercials, no gimmicks. Um, it's um, free or subscription. That's it. It's just us. It's just us. So have a wonderful week. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for three ninety nine a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials, or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.